avian nervous systems. The reason for these adaptations is simple. By essentially crawling through branches and along the trunks of trees, Phatisnox apalachiensis is able to obscure its large body much more effectively, while also giving it much more maneuverability to escape detection. These traits likely arose as a response to predation, but given the size of these creatures, what predator this could be is still a mystery. In any case, these adaptations likely account not only for eyewitness reports and artistic interpretations of a humanoid being with distinct arms and legs, but could also contribute to its ability to avoid human contact for vast stretches of time. Paired with its apparent ability to intentionally hide from observers is another adaptation. Its coloration. Overall, the Mothman is dark and difficult to see at all after nightfall, but a mottled cryptic plumage also serves to mimic the irregular shadows of the forests in which it dwells. While an astute observer who knows exactly what they're looking for could potentially pick Appalachiansis out of a tree line, it would be nearly impossible in even mild, low-light conditions. And the simple truth is that, like other purely nocturnal hunters, barring some extreme circumstance, this creature is never active during the day. Indeed, in my own investigation, this Mothman proved exceptionally elusive. This is partly due to the fact that, though I had thought to use imagery from the recently launched Landsat satellite to assess the creature's alleged habitat, I discovered that images of the TNT area did not align with our land-based survey. Even now, I'm unsure what might have caused this discrepancy. But of course, it seems that no creature can remain hidden from human interaction forever, and given its size, it was only a matter of time. When it has been observed, witnesses report other strange morphological features, such as glowing red eyes. This can be explained in two ways. Contrary to the now popular belief, most eyewitnesses have not described glowing eyes as such, but rather simply that they were red. Like other nocturnal species, Phatisnox apalachiensis has a specialized layer of tissue located behind the retina called tapetum lucidum. This is the cause of the characteristic eye shine found in many animal species and is likely a partial source of the Mothman's glowing description. But more specifically, Appalachiensis displays a unique blood-red coloration on its face, which may be a more direct source of the legendary description. This vibrant coloration is unusual in nocturnal creatures, but it may serve a purpose in sexual or confrontational displays. Now, my valued listener, if you've heard of the Mothman before this presentation, you've likely heard certain stories, like those alluded to previously. It is said that the Mothman appears as an omen just before some great tragedy. Famously, in 67, it was the collapse of the Silver Bridge, which killed 46 people. Around that time, numerous residents reported nightmares, technological disruptions, and even otherworldly visitations. Surrounding all of these, and along with the sightings, many reported a deep sense 
Well, sorry about that. We're starting a little bit early today. This is WCBFN. F, no, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor 88.3, your student-run radio station, and I hope you're doing wonderfully. Welcome to Monday. Congratulations on making it to this, the beginning of your week. And, uh, you know, it as always, feels feels more like the end of the weekend, maybe even middle of the weekend, as we got a nice three-day one in the middle. I don't have to get up early for work tomorrow. That's outstanding news. Really makes the show uh, feel a lot more relaxed and not like I'm cramming it in right before I have to start my entire work week, I'll tell you what. We're going to get started with the Top 40 Top 5, as always. Uh, so if you're tuning in for the first time, I'm playing for you this week's pop hits, as if it were 40 years ago in 1983. And for, like, the fourth week in a row, number five, we got Thomas Dolby's blinded by science i don't know why it stays right at that position but it's a pretty good song and i hope you enjoy it check it out
Alrighty, coming in at number four. Boy, this song, I mean, this band, I guess. Uh, second time appearing this year, 1983, in the top five. It's Culture Club. Uh, last song, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me Now? Bit overrated in my estimation, but let's see, uh, let's see what this is like. Anyway, coming in at number four, it's Time, Clock of the Heart by Culture Club. Take a peek.
Coming in at number three, it's been here for a few weeks, popping up and down the ranks from two all the way to five. This is Men at Work with Overkill off the album Cargo, your number three.
Coming in at number two, it's David Bowie with Let's Dance.
Alrighty, and uh, a song that it was, yeah, there it is, you, you know it already, just from that little, that little tiny hint, in any case, song that, you know, it's, uh, I hadn't heard it for years, but it, it's still welcome and still something I look forward to, what a treat, it's Irene Cara with Flashdance, what a feeling. But a slow-glowing dream That your fear seems to hide Deep inside your mind All alone I have cried Silent tears full of pride In a world
All right, coming up next. That's the end of your top 40, top five. I mean, Irene Cairo right there. Flash, Flash Dance. I mean, it's fantastic. Boy, I look forward to it every week. I hope that stays number one for quite some time. Like the rest of the summer. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, we're going to dip in and do something fun right now. Another one by David Bowie. This is Magic Dance from Labyrinth. It's a babe. babe. Babe with the power. Power of voodoo. 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 Remind me of the babe. I saw my baby crying for this babe could cry. What could I do?
Slap that baby, make him free. I don't know. It's it's uh it's it's dubious advice. I think you'll agree. We're gonna jump into our cover couplet. I'll play for you the original song and a cover of that song. And you know what? The Kinks, uh, like a wonderful wealth of original and subsequently covered songs. This week we got "Stop Your Sobbing" by the Kinks, covered by the Pretenders. Take a peek. It is time for you to stop.
Honestly, I think uh, the Pretenders did the better job there. I mean, pretty faithful cover overall. Um, and I, I don't have any heard it for the first time bias. So I genuinely believe that uh, they, they did the better job. Let's jump into some random songs that I discovered this week. I only got a few. Uh, and this first one right before the show. I have no idea how good it actually is. But let's take a, like a, full, a full gander. Listen through the whole thing. This is Mega Bog with The Clown.
Margot Price with Sharon Van Etten, who I've been super into lately. That was radio. Before that, we heard Mega Bog with The Clown. Coming up next, we're going to go on a bit of a journey. A, a journey for kind of the, I don't know, probably the rest of the show, but we'll see how long it lasts. To understand the journey, you got to listen to these next two songs. So first of all, take a listen to this song.
Okay, so that was uh, Poison with Talk Dirty to Me. Up next, the next song you have to also listen to before we get into this whole journey is House of Pain by Faster Pussycat.
Okay, so those two songs, right? We listened to <laughs> Faster Pussycat by House of Pain and Talk Dirted Me by Poison, all just to swing back around to this moment, which is, like, what what's going on with hair rock or glam metal? I don't know anything about that. I never got involved with those bands, and so that's what we're getting into tonight. We're going to the Wikipedia page, looking up what happened, and, you know, skipping around. We're, we're starting with a mainstream success, according to the Wikipedia timeline, which is the early 80s. Okay, so what do we got? Right out of the gates, we got Motley Crue, 1981, with their first album, Too Fast for Love. Uh, and I've actually heard of Motley Crue and Too Fast for Love, the song. That that, that album probably deserves its own whole look. It's got, it's got a lot of pretty famous songs on it. It seems like they were they were successful right out of the gates with that one. Also listed in this uh, early wave of glam rock, not hair metal. Uh, they, they call it glam rock. I don't know if hair metal is a separate thing or not. Uh, we got Dawkin, which is a band I don't really know. Kicks, I believe, I've heard of. They released their album Kicks in 1982. And then Night Ranger releases Dawn Patrol also in 82 to kind of get you some of, some, of, some, of the, uh, some of the timeline here. So all in all, bands, we got Motley Crue, Dawkin or Dokin, no idea. Uh, Kicks and Night Ranger. We're going to hear a song from each of these right in a row. Let's jump into it. This is Glam Metal, The Early Days.
This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor 88.3. We got one more from the uh, early stages of glam rock. That is going to be Don't Tell Me You Love Me by Night Ranger off of Dawn Patrol.
Alrighty. Well, apparently 1983 was a bit of a breakout year for glam metal. So what do they got going on? So we got Quiet Riot comes out with uh, its, uh, I think, first album? Metal Health, which, first of all, outstanding name, Metal Health. An excellent play on mental health. That has a pretty famous song on it, but we're not going to hear. Yeah, Come On, Feel the Noise. Uh, almost everyone's heard that song, really broke through. Uh, I'm going to go with Metal Health, the eponymous song for what we're going to listen to today. Also came out in 1983 was Motley Crue, released its second album, Shout at the Devil, featuring the song, you guessed it, Shout at the Devil. We're going to hear Looks That Kill. We got Pyromania, the third album by Def Leppard, and I think Lick It Up by Kiss, which I have no idea. I don't know anything about Kiss discography, so I don't know if that's their first, second, third, fourth, fifth album. No one has any idea, but these four glam metal songs coming right at you. Please enjoy.
Alright, so by the mid-80s, glam metal, it's really taken off all sorts of successes all over the place. Lots of money, lots of commercial success. We got more albums popping off. Okay, Rat comes out with its breakthrough album, Out of the Cellar. Bon Jovi gets its debut album with Bon Jovi. That's 84. Great White with Great White. Uh, Black and Blue with Black and Blue. Uh, Autograph with its first album, Sign In Please, which is not on Spotify, so I was not able to find it. And then WASP, Wasp, White Anglo-Saxon, Protestant, whatever it's supposed to mean, also pops off that year. All in the 84, 85. We're going to listen to, again, a collection of songs from those albums coming off right... I'm going I'm to play some of the hits now. So Out of the Gates, Round and Round by Rat. That's a great song from Out of the Cellar. We're going to hear Shot Through the Heart by Bon Jovi and then one from Great White, Black and Blue, and Wasp. Assuming I can find that album. So let's dive right in and enjoy.
Shot through the heart It's all part of the game that we call love
All right, that was Wasp with I Wanna Be Somebody, and we're just gonna roll right into this. We're gonna keep going. We got about 15 minutes left in this show. We're gonna hear two from 1985's Theater of Pain. That's Motley Crue's, I think, third album, but don't quote me on that. We're gonna hear one from Striper, their debut, Soldiers Under Command, and yes, the eponymous song, Soldiers Under Command. I'll probably finish up the show, and I'll check in with you at least one more time. Until then, enjoy.
Sorry we had time for about one more song, and we're going to hear it. It is, that, that's the one, in fact. Okay, this is Motley Crue with Home Sweet Home. Have a lovely Monday, a great week. I'll be here next week to bring you the beginning of your week or the end of your weekend, depending on your point of view, I suppose. Take care, have fun, and enjoy yourself. Until then, here's Motley Crue.
And the one design Such a simple design Holy architecture Love is the answer Listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. WCBN FM Ann Arbor Archives. Original air date November 22, 2015 at 3 p.m. It is 3 o'clock. That means that Radio Zilla is just about out of here as you listen to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I've been Cameron. Let me just catch you up real quick, a little bit. Taeko Onuki with that track called Tokai off of Sunshower, which was released in 1977. And right before it, we had Otori with a track called Gakushu off of an album I Want to Be Your Noise. That one's brand new. And Midori with Kyo wa Kareshi ga Inaikara, which, is, which means, um, well, today my boyfriend isn't here and that's why. And I don't, I don't know, I can't vouch for what they were singing about, but before that, Mechanophone with a track called Maware Maware Maware, so spinning around in circles off of an album, I Infinity You, spelled with that symbol of infinity. We're going to end now to give my, to give my friend my relief here my uh, sounds of the subcontinent relief to a moment to grab some stuff we're going to end with one here which is actually so um the rapper aristophanes is uh from taiwan actually getting a good amount of publicity recently because she features on one of the tracks on grimes new album art angels which is very very widely lauded here in america but this one was produced by the Japanese beatsmith Shokuhin Matsuri, a.k.a. Food Man, with Aristophanes doing the rap thing on top of the beats. This one is called Kaku, which is Nucleus, and this is Cameron signing off for Radiozilla. Here we go.
起神的根性动物，整天唠叨着连神都觉得窝囊的空虚。你告诉我，他到底能有什么用处？又不是来回答你的问题的，你没有那我不能自己想吗？人类只是充满局限的存在呀、啊。但是，混乱比有时更强，激情比完美正常，死亡比永生更长。